Dave. Ian. You are Dave. I am Ian. It is Sunday, November 8th. And let me just say. Right. Right. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's been, it's been, it's been a week. Yeah. I would say an emotional roller coaster of a week. Yep. Yep. Let's Um, be perfectly honest about why we didn't put an episode out on Thursday. It was truly for mental health days. Absolutely. I was not in a place to be a zany car show person. Yeah, I wasn't really either. Yeah. Um, Because it was just, it seemed like it was going to be touch and go with the election. And obviously in retrospect, not really that touch and go, but right. We're going to get to unpacking all of that. There's yeah, probably not going to be takeaways. Yeah. Probably honestly not going to be that much car content tonight. Right. If we're honest, because we got things to talk about and we, yeah. you're, you're here, whether you like it or not. So whatever. <laughs> are our we'll listeners st- under duress right now? <laughs> all of our listeners are mandatory listeners. You didn't know that? Okay. Okay. Gotcha. It's, it's only uh, prisoners and torture <laughs> victims. That's it. Okay. And people confined to the state of Florida. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yes. The, all, right. the, all of our listeners are under duress. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, you know, all, all five of them. Um, but I want to start on the lightest note and, and it's almost a wistful one because if there's anything I will miss about this era that is kind of coming to a close, right? It's the, the beautiful, beautiful incompetence (laughs) of these wet brained dumb motherfuckers. The worst there there's the worst people doing the worst things right yes but also they're doing the worst things poorly right right doing the the worst people doing the worst things and they're doing the worst job at it yes that's exactly <laughs> it yes um so what what the specific incident that i'm talking about is the press conference that rudy giuliani had at the four seasons total landscaping <laughs> parking lot right in between the sex shop and the crematorium (laughs) right oh my god so this is so i think it's a wonderful example of the dishonesty that just runs so like the is dishonesty the right word It, it just it runs so deep it it's basically the way that Trump is about his hair, that absolute state of denial and mm-hmm. uh, the emperor's new clothes, right? Right. Obliviousness. Yeah. Oblivious. Yeah. Like it's, it, it, I, I can't remember who it was, but I remember I love to listen to people talk about comedy or whatever, yeah. like what makes the mechanics of comedy. And it might've been Judd Apatow. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Anyway, somebody was talking about how the best comedy recipe is is confidence and incompetence at the same yes, time yes people who are yes. oblivious to their incompetence yes yes um there is no better example of that than the four seasons total landscaping press, press conference. conference right right because you know somebody went are you sure this is where it's supposed to be and then they were just screamed at yes yes yeah. this is where it's supposed to be brian yeah Right. I mean, just, I mean, mwah. right. Oh. Yeah. So they had a press conference <sighs> in an alley. Yes. Yeah. And of course, Riddler, like razor wire. Yeah. Lined. Yeah. Parking right? lot in Philly because it's in, a, it's in Philly. Right. In. Yeah. And, 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 well, and, and no one could go back and say, and say, we need to change this. Right. It, it's a plot yeah. too crazy for Veep. And here it is happening. Well, and the best part is it's another good example of when another like kind of hallmark of this era is like when someone obviously calls in to a reporter with what is (laughs) the best case scenario explanation, like the most generous explanation. Right. right. And then that is still absurd. So there was a story that came out 
afterwards that said that it was uh, that basically all of their other press conferences had been drowned out by critics of the president. Okay, uh, like blasting Beyonce and uh, shouting obscenities uh, and stuff. They couldn't find anywhere to actually have a quiet mic. Right. So, like, even the most generous uh-huh. possible thing is we're too unpopular to even <laughs> explain ourselves for five minutes. Right, right. Is insane. <laughs> and that's the best case that we can give them. Right. That right. was the walk back. That was the walk back. Oh. <sighs> Which brings me, Dave. Yeah. To an FMK Cars. FMK Cars is the game that Ian and I play on the, the Apex Adjacent podcast. We love each other very much. Yeah. We love you, and this is the game we play. It's the game we play on the show when we desperately need to pretend that this is about cars. Okay, yes, there you go. All right, okay. so this okay. one is called, and I'm, oh, man, I'm not going to lie. I can't wait for this. Pretty proud of my title. <laughs> the Court Yard-Long Hot Dog Stand by Marriott. <laughs> <laughs> the courtyard long hot dog. Bye, Marriott. I'm into it. I'm into it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cars with a misunderstanding twist. Okay. These all have the same twist, uh-huh. essentially. So you'll you'll get where I'm going with this. Okay. All right. So the first one is a 1995 Lincoln Continental. Okay. Everyone thinks you're going to show up in a 2020. Bentley Continental. Ah, yes. Okay. Okay. I okay. like where you're going with this. I like where All you're right. going with this. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. So the next one uh-huh. is a 2020 Dacia Duster. Uh-huh. Everyone thinks you'll be showing up in a hot rotted Plymouth Duster. Okay. Okay. All, All right. right. Okay. There's the Dacia Duster. Yep. Okay. I mean, just yeah, amazingly cheap. Right. Um, you want to show the people a Plymouth duster? Oh yeah, good idea. Fresh yeah. everyone's memory. Everyone knows what a Bentley Continental looks like. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Look at that. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How sweet is that? Look at that in this green seventy-one. Yeah. That's perfect. That's that's the perfect hot rod. <clears throat> right. Right. Okay. 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 Last one is a two thousand and twenty Nissan Rogue. Oh no. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everyone I... thinks you'll be showing up in an AMC Rambler Rogue. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's pull up one of those. Okay. AMC. This one was a little bit more of an obscure one. The Rambler Rogue was basically um, it had the um, the V8. Oh, it. gotcha. Okay. I I thought you were gonna say like I'm driving a Nissan Rogue, but everyone thinks I'm gonna be. Uh, Pig, piggy uh piggybacking Dwayne the Rogue Johnson in. <laughs> I know it's the rock. I know it's the rock. But remember the rogue that I saw with Dwayne the Rogue Johnson. Yes. Okay. I re- I remember. Yes. 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 No. Okay. Okay. All right. So Okay. All right. I have a story about a Lincoln Continental, but okay. it's very short. But I'm killing the Nissan Rogue. Right? Naturally. I mean, yeah. Okay. I am. Uh, Although the Dacia Duster, yeah, I actually share a drive chain with the Nissan Rogue. Now that I think about it, okay. I, the, I I didn't think about that until just now, but it may actually. Okay. Nissan Toronto. I'm marrying the Dacia Duster. Oh really? I am. I am. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then for a day, I'm going to drive the Lincoln Continental. It, like people dealing with people dealing with being disappointed that I'm not showing up in a Plymouth Duster. Those are the mm-hmm. people that I'm fine disappointing. Okay. Right. But okay. okay. Yeah. But the Is people. They're winging dingus. Yes. Right. Okay. Okay. And, okay. and I'd be like, it's a duster. Right. Right. You know. Right, right, right. And okay, okay. Okay. Right. And they're probably just all dad jokey and pun filled anyway, so they can mm-hmm. kind of give it to me. Right. All right. Yeah. Right. The okay. the Lincoln Continental versus Bentley Continental people, I prefer yeah. to steer clear of them. Right. 
So best not for them to even come into my radar, right? Okay. Okay. And and quick story about uh, Lincoln Continental. Okay. So Mm -hmm. I was in college, fresh, you know, my, my first year of college, I was in a math class that I accidentally somehow got in that was too low for me. It was like very entry level mathematics. And the, the, the first day was like, seriously, like just X plus one equals three. You know, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, okay, all right, I, I need to get out of here. So before I realized that, a guy sat down behind me and I noticed him when he came in because he ducked when he came in the doorway. He was so tall, he instinctively ducked at every doorway he went through. Mm-hmm. And uh, I asked him, of course, how tall he was, six nine. Okay. Mm. Yeah, right. He sat behind me and. It, one knee was here the other knee was here right (laughs) and i remember turning around to him and just going what car do you drive and he was like a lincoln continental like he could fit in a lincoln continental yeah it makes sense right makes sense yeah there you go there you go johnson county community college there we go (laughs) yep uh yeah so what what would you do who would you choose to disappoint because that's i would that's how i'm framing it Right. Yeah. No, I think that's the right way to look at it. I would choose to disappoint the Lincoln Continental people. So I think that's what I would marry. Okay. Okay. I think that's a great car to marry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then for a day, I would drive the Dacia Duster, even though I think it's pretty much the same car as the <laughs> Nissan Rogue. Right. Right. Okay. Underneath. Okay. Um, and I would I would crush the Rogue. Okay. Yeah. Right, because I think if anyone knew about the AMC Rogue, yeah, that would be a that would be a big disappointment. Right, right, yeah, right, and and also that's it seems like AMC just seems like a cooler crowd, yeah, cooler slash more nerdy crowd. Right, 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 than your average muscle car crowd. Right, they seem a little bit less accessible, a little bit more esoteric. Right, right, they're not yeah. just Chevelle people. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. They seem to have a, a you know, like a left, a, you know, it, it just off of center te- uh, taste. Right. Right. Yeah. They are not, as the children say, basic bitches. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You need to stop teaching your children to say these things. <laughs> Mister Dave's a basic bitch. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. So so let's let's talk about the stuff. Let's talk about the, the mental- courtyard long hot dog <laughs> by Marriott. Sorry, go ahead. I just wanted to get in there one more time. It's, before we it, it, before we dive. It's in. a wonderful thing to think about that just shows the absurdity of the times that we're in, right? Yeah. Because for all yeah. of the insane bad shit that's happening, we need we do need to kind of pluck out these little moments because those are the kinds of things that will help us survive, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. It's like a Nathan for you thing, but in real life. Did right? you see the tweet going around about the Nathan for you? Yeah. And it was like the plan. Yeah. Name your landscaping business after a famous hotel chain and get the president to schedule a press conference. Right, right, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. So so I think you and I were both having a pretty rough time. I mean, we've been having a rough time. I, I kind of look at this and like, you know, when I talk to my therapist and my wife and stuff, it's... I feel like the frog that's been slowly boiled over the last four years. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah. I, I don't think I realized the degree of trauma that I've been dealing with until there was some kind of glimmer of change. Right. Well that, and I just like, I felt like exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I felt like Saturday, like Friday and Saturday, especially, I just felt exhausted. Like after he, it became apparent that Biden was going to win. It was just like, like the, like you said, like the, the, the water finally started to boil. Right. Right. And, or you realized how hot it had been turned up to. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's a good way. To, that's a good way to to put it. Um, and also, I mean, you know, I think Tuesday night was, <laughs> you know, like flashback inducing of like 2016 of right. like, oh god, he's gonna win again, right? And right. And also disappointment that seventy million people yes lived through the exact same four years that we did, right. Right. And, and we're like, oh no, this is great. Yeah. And still let's, let's do this more. again. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It, the, um, the 70 million thing was, is absolutely the hardest thing. And it shows us a scale of, of how deep the divide is in this country. Right. Yes. And I, I think, think there's a, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, I never thought it was that big. Never thought it was that big, but it just seemed like there were so many people that just doubled down and, and that made, that just destroyed me. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I, I, I've been nonstop, obviously, thinking about, I, re- I realized how much I was focused on this when I realized, I like looked at my work calendar uh-huh. and also like our shared family calendar, and I realized neither of us had scheduled anything past right. this past Tuesday. Right. Because right. I, I think, like in our minds, it was just like, mm-hmm. this is a deadline. Yeah, we, we couldn't think beyond it. It, it. That's that's a really good thing that you picked up on because you are absolutely accurate. Yeah. 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 And like, and, and I mean, to the point where I had stuff like I have a presentation tomorrow <laughs> and uh-huh. like things, things that I have scheduled on my work calendar for after the election that to me just weren't real. Right. Because right. Like they, right. They, they didn't exist that those dates don't exist to me yes we were serial human beings at that point we had to get a data before we could even go beyond that yeah right but i mean so i've been thinking a lot about you know obviously i have probably more than the average i would say probably more than the average biden voter a lot i have a lot of trump voters in my life yeah. That I interact with on a daily basis, you know, that I have to be friendly with or whatever. Right. Right. Um, and I, I just been thinking nonstop about what I know about them and, mm-hmm. and, and also, you know, seeing already the circular firing squad before the transition has even started among Democrats and, the thing that I was coming that I keep coming back to is a discussion that we had not that long ago about um, white people in particular thinking of things as zero sum only. Okay. okay. And I think, you know, we we I've I've joked a lot about how like kind of hapless the Democrats are and and hapless um, liberalism has become in this country and even and, and the left as well. Right. But like. I think what it is, what it boils down to is that zero sum thing, because um, whether you're talking about race or economics or whatever, there's a certain segment of the population that will only think in zero sum terms and progressive, like the sales salesmanship of progressive policies has always been around appealing to people to not be selfish. Right. And I, I, I think that's wrong and that's never worked. What has worked is, appealing to people to be uh, selfish in a more smart way. So yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So what, what I mean is like, you know, the kid down the street getting a better education is also good for you. Right. 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 And even people like to make these, uh, like to talk about historical examples like World War II or going to the moon or things like that. Right. And talking about them as though people were less selfish then, but I don't think that's true. I think people recognize that that shared um, effort was right. going to benefit them right. eventually. Right, right, right. And there were a lot of motivating factors besides that benefit there was a lot of fear right especially around the space race right right but that's also a selfish inherently selfish motivator exactly like exactly i'm self-preservation right yeah yeah absolutely and and for and for whatever reason you know there's a long history of of why this is i think you know um 
but we've lost any ability to have that language for this shared outcome is good for you, the individual. Right. And we've only, it only goes the other way, right? right? Like this sacrifice that you're going to make is going to benefit somebody else. Right. Right. And that's not how it works. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. You know, I, it, it's, it's crazy to me. Like uh, healthcare is a great example where yes, we have this idea that, you know, I think anybody who is anti socialized medicine, which that drives me right, fucking crazy right. too, because it's socialized insurance. Nobody's, nobody's suggesting that doctors and nurses will become government employees. Right. But anyway, semantics aside, like, I think if anyone, any of the people who are super against that would also say that entrepreneurship is, is, is good for the country. Like it'd be good. It's good when people start small businesses. Right. Right. But the biggest, and they would say that that would be good for them if their neighbor started a small business. Yes. I think they can make that leap. Right. But they don't make the leap to, oh, we've tied health insurance to people's employment. And so that's the biggest barrier to people leaving their jobs and starting a, a new business on this great idea they have. Right. Right. So that, that I think is what is missing. That's the missing link politically. And then there's the whole like media ecosystem issue, which is a whole other ball of wax. Right. 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 I think that there's some like the, the desire to identify yourself as uh, self-reliant also comes into that healthcare example. Right. Because people say like, well, I have a job I'm employed. Then I'm entitled to health care, right? But somebody who doesn't work as hard as I do to get a job or to stay employed, right? They don't, they don't deserve to have these things that come as a benefit of that hard work. Right. Right. So, so that like I'm tending my yard, right. But then not understanding that if that person doesn't have a job for whatever reason, and they have to go to the ED and their costs are higher, that it impacts that person's costs and that person's premiums as well, even though they have a job and they're paying their own insurance, right? That all right. of this, like this, <laughs> the healthcare system is a closed loop. Like we all have to bear the burden of it, right? Right. One way or, the, right. or, one way or another. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So we all have to assume the cost of that healthcare. And it is so unequal now, right? It's so, it's so crazy. Like the distribution's all over the map, right? That just being able to say like, well, I have a job, you know, I'm taking care of myself and my family. You know, this freeloader doesn't deserve to have insurance because it, you know, they're not going to, or if you give them insurance, then you're taking away their motivation for working, right? Mm -hmm. Is such a, that, that is such a narrow minded thing but I can see why people fall into that trap, right? I've seen my mom fall into that trap about education and student loans. She, she, I, she was watching the news one time when I was at the house and the primaries were still happening on the democratic side. And she was saying like, um, if Bernie Sanders is going to pay for everyone's college. I'm not, I'm not paying for everyone's college. Like, you know, like I, you know, my tax dollars aren't paying that. You know, and I was like, well, you know, you do have a niece that is taking student loans and you've already paid for two semesters of her school out of your own pocket, you know, so one of you is going to be paying one of you is not like, you know, and also the money's going to be cut from other sources. So you're not going to pay, you know, your money's just going to go to a different place. Well, and uh, again, it's, it's doing selfishness incorrectly yes you know no that's a great way to look at it ian yeah you know like we know that paying for early childhood education is way cheaper than paying for prisons later you know we we know these things pay off right but we don't we don't do them because liberty Uh, (laughs) because it's a harder thing to sell it's, it it's is. harder to sell that than to not sell anything, right? No, yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think that's that's definitely the handicap that progressives have to play with. Right. But at the same time, 
yeah, I think appealing to people's, you know, um, selflessness, right. Um, is obviously not a, uh, a, a winning message. Right. 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 Because otherwise, you know, green new deal, Medicare for all, and all these other policies that are like, you know, boogeyman's on the right, right. Would right. be even more wildly popular than they already are. Right. Um, right. And I think there is nothing wrong with appealing to people's selfishness. Right. Because it, it also has the benefit of being true. Right. You know, like these investments would benefit everyone. Right. Exactly. Think about, think about climate change, right? People mm-hmm. living in colder climate, there's going to be mass population movements, right? It, right. Some Someone, point. well, and also, I mean, just the ounce of prevention uh-huh. being worth a pound of cure thing. Yeah. It is worth it for the person in Iowa. Yes. For New Orleans not to be underwater. Exactly. Exactly. Right? That, they they benefit from right that. right and I, and I don't understand why we don't cast things in that in that way right um it's really frustrating i think part of my i mean obviously i'm i'm relieved that biden won right i yeah i'm relieved so there has been a bit of like shit like the air is a little bit clear now right there's a few things that come with that, right? Mm-hmm. It, seeing the trauma that I was in before, having a clear vision about how bad things were, seeing the quantity of people that doubled down on that, 70 million goddamn people, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Then also knowing that <clears throat> it is still like this progress and this change that needs to happen in order to make equality and justice and all of these things that we need to bend in the right direction, that those are in the hands of human beings, right? Right. And human beings that are perfectly capable of doing it and also fucking it up. Right. Yeah. And so for anybody that's just looking at this, like Biden's victory as like, all right, we've like George W. Bush mission accomplished, like we fixed racism. We fixed like, no, and you can tell that they're concerned about people feeling that way. Otherwise, their messaging wouldn't be what it is, right? But knowing that there's still just tons of work that needs to happen, and we've never had a picture so clear as to how divided things are, right? Right. Yeah. Well, and the, the other thing to your point about you know the work sort of just beginning is like, I like to say that the, the Trump era has been um, – uh, governing by entropy. Yes. Of yes. just like, let's see what happens. Right. If the, no one's at the wheel. Well, you unless know? you're Mitch McConnell, then you install over 220 some odd federal judges. But uh, uh, right. right. But from the executive side, exactly. it was it yeah. was 100%. Let's see how long Tesla autopilot yeah. will take me before I crash into a brick wall. There you go. Yep. You know. Yep. Yep. And um, then it was the brick wall's fault. Absolutely. Right. So who put a brick wall there? The right. Democrats, exactly. Obviously. Exactly. Antifa. Yeah. Antifa. Antifa wall. Yep. Antifa wall. <laughs> Those Antifa people pooping ballots, man. Antifa laying yep. bricks. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Right. They love it. They love their masonry. Yeah. Right. <gasps> Masons. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it, it's an explanation of why we could still have a victory at the, top level and still have a really rough time with things right right you right. know i i and don't it, i don't want to sour any victories but i want to be realistic and pragmatic you know yeah and i, I you know I'm, I'm not gonna lie i was really hoping for like a just a an obvious yes. no shit right fuck you right exactly um, exactly the gesture that we needed to put people and like to to put people that think uh, about QAnon and about like all of this shit, right? Yeah. To put all of those people in a position where they're like, oh, like, like we're not the cool kids in school, like for talking about this shit. Like we're like the world, the world's not with us. Maybe there's a reason. Right. Well, and not only that, I mean, at this point, the 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 math of the the election results is so screwed up that Republicans will still think that that 
you know, brand of of Trumpism, right. for lack of a better term, yes. is a benefit for them, yeah. you know? Yes. And I think that he's still going to be around, which yes. is a big problem because he wasn't the problem, right? He was exactly. a problem. He was a symptom of the underlying disease. Right. And I think that, I think that underlying disease is what I was talking about. I think it's yeah. seeing things in, in zero sum terms, which is a very easily manipulated worldview. Right. right? Because right. If, if you think that anything that costs you something is necessarily taking from you. Right. Right. You know, then, then it's easy to cast any sort of collective effort or collectivism or however you want to put it as an attack on you. Right. 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 And that already existed before. Yes. He was there. And so I think that that is the big problem, but we can't really address it without that extra like sprinkling of cult of personality. Yes. Being removed from right. it. Right. And and I do want to say that when you're talking about like the zero sum thinking and and the cost, it's not just financial, right? Right. Because when something is status, right? Status explains the race, the race part of it. Exactly, status, right? Like the all the homophobia, you know, anti-trans, like race, like all the racism, like when they feel like when somebody feels like something is being taken from them, like their status of like when they feel like because they're white they're better than somebody right that's yeah. not right when they when they feel like somebody is taking that away from them instead of it being explained to them that that's wrong and it does not benefit them right to have those views right that our our culture thrives on diversity right that mm-hmm. right that, that it's very easy for that hate to come in because they feel like something's being taken from them right their right. country's being taken their heritage is being taken taking down confederate monuments is taking taking something from them right right you know yeah right. so it, it, no i agree it ex, it extends into so many cultural identity aspects like all of this stuff just beyond a tax dollar beyond you know that kind of stuff right yeah and it and it's sort of all of the above which is why i get so in particular driven crazy by the the sort of like you know, leftist versus liberal infighting of like it's identity politics versus class. Yeah. Like the, you cannot separate. The right. Two. You know, it's, it is a, it is a way of, of seeing the world that they are both intertwined. Yes. And if the person you're trying to convince is seeing the world that way, then mm-hmm. you kind of have to as well, you know? Right. Right. Um, and I, you, you can't, you can't separate the two. Um, and I think that especially leftists attempt to do that. Yeah. Um, and it just doesn't work. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm going to go back to my first statement, which is right. Right. Car show everybody, you know, yeah, I had I, I'm going to in my defense, I did think of a big, a really good car analogy for this. OK. And I've completely forgotten. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. If you remember it, I want to hear it. Yeah, I had thought about it on the way to the coffee shop earlier and I've completely forgotten about it. OK, because that was six hours ago slash 10 years. I don't know. Right, right. It was. Yes. OK, OK. So, so given that everything is still in motion, right? Senate races are still up in the air. We feel like an incremental step has been made, right? Yes. But obviously there's an entire giant, like I, I, my wife and I were talking earlier. It's like, there's just an insane mound of shit and like one shovel full has been taken off the top. Right. Right. Like, I mean, it's a pretty keystone shovel full. Right, but yeah. it's but and it's got something stuck to the top of it that looks vaguely like hair. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> right, but like, but we still have this mountain of shit to deal with, right? And mm-hmm. so we still have Senate runoff races that 
people need to get involved in, right? Like I, so my buddy Steven is like super politically engaged and I really admire him for his political activism. He's, he worked on tons of campaigns and, uh, and he reached out to me and was like, Hey, you know, like I'm working on these. And, uh, and I was like, Oh, like, that's awesome. I'll work on Warnock's right in Georgia. Right. And so Warnock in Georgia, Osof in Georgia, like we need people to donate. We need people to phone and text bank. We're going to put some resources in the show description on how to do that. Um, it's super easy. They run virtual events and the phone banking and text banking is super easy. So, um, yeah, in addition to donations, like that's, this is super clutch stuff that's coming up that, that people need to be involved in and people need to know about because there's so much that can't happen if we don't take the Senate as well. We need mm-hmm. to get to 50, 50 or majority. We need either Kamala to be the tie breaking vote or we need the majority in the Senate. So yep. without that, no Supreme court happens, no Supreme court expansion, no, filibuster removal no you know like there's so many things that can't happen because of that well i mean even just like normal legislation exactly right stimulus stimulus money for the fucking pandemic that we're all still dealing with cabinet pick approvals yep your 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 pet cabinet pick is not going to get approved you know right yeah i mean it's it's on and on yeah yeah um i appreciate your call to action and I am going to take that to heart because I will. I, I phone banked for Joe Biden. I know you phone banked in other battleground states. I phone banked here in Colorado. Yeah, he was just Warnock in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, what out of a Joe Biden administration do you want to see transportation policy? Since we're ostensibly a car show. Well, it is infrastructure week, so. <laughs> <laughs> And it has been for four years. Right, right, right. I, I think <laughs> infrastructure. I, <laughs> see, that's the stuff I'm gonna miss. Right, right. Um, you know, for th- that's a great question, Ian. That's a great question. I, the thing that I want is I want somebody in those roles that's competent and that has an altruistic motivation. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like all of these cabinet picks that Trump had as they just rotated through. Right. But like, has been Carson been effective at HUD? Right. Right. Has he? We don't know. Right. Governing by, I mean, he did lose his luggage. Right. And he did get the shit kicked out of him by Katie Porter when he like, when she asked him what an REO was. Right. Right? Yes. Katie Porter. She is awesome. So yeah. Um, you know, I, I want competence. I want competence and I want honesty, right? That's all I want because we've had nothing but, but these people that come in and they're like, I got to get my nut, right? Like, yeah, this is, this is my, like, I'm just here for this. Right. Yeah. You know, going like stealing silverware. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And so I, I honestly, I'm, I just want people that are in there that make policies that they can explain and be honest about. Right. That's it. That's it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm much more demanding. than. Okay. I was going to ask you, what do you want? (laughs) You, you, you want autonomous cars and gas cars existing together forever. I don't want, I think autonomous cars are fucking stupid pipe dream. And they always have been. Um, I think, yeah, I think autonomous cars is really great for raising uh, venture capital. Right, exactly. Uh, and not so great for actually existing in the real world. Right. Um, I think I would like to see a de-emphasizing of that, honestly. Okay. Of, of, of AI-driven stuff, uh, okay. especially when it comes to transport, transit. I think investing in actual mass transit. Yes, yeah is what I would like to see. I would like to see a pro transit, uh, secretary of transportation. Right. Um, and, um, I would like to see, you know, kind of a carve out for enthusiasts Yeah. to, to exist and maintain their, their dumb gas cars 
you know, right. for recreation. I, I I think what you're asking for is is somebody that takes in the the entire ecosystem of something that they're dealing with, right? Because I don't think we've ever had somebody during the Trump's single term that yeah. that really focuses on a wide like on all of the elements that you can't separate out of things, right? Correct. Yes. And but I mean honestly, I think just de-emphasizing the car in transportation policy right would in the long term be good for everybody and yes. also enthusiasts. Yes, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Roads are roads are too crowded and yep. If we let things get to an emergency point where nobody can drive, that's right. not good for us either. Right. So, right. You know, I think um, I would love it if I never had to use my car except for when I really wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and it may get more expensive to do that, but mm-hmm. I, that's a that's a price I'm willing to pay for. You know, more open roads and easier transit between cities and to the grocery store and everywhere else i need to go right right the the instead of like just sheer quantity you're paying for quality experiences around all of those things right yeah 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 absolutely yeah i get that Um, i like that yeah yeah so i mean i you know i think investing in battery technology would be huge both from a car and bicycle standpoint yep for sure and would make cities so much better um you know i think uh i would like to see federal grants for um bike lanes and absolutely and mass transit Mm -hmm. yep i you know and i i don't think that should necessarily be a top-down decision of like i don't think it should be a one-size-fits fits all i don't think right i wouldn't support like light rail in every city right 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 it should be different for every city right yeah yeah i've been thinking a lot this week dave i i get it i have to i have to you know my wife and i were talking about like just how how we haven't been able to think what would have happened if trump won right where like where you know it's just a a big black box right like we can't we couldn't think about it right yeah we wouldn't let ourselves and that manifested itself in your calendar right right Right? you just just couldn't get there right yeah and so we've been hung up on on that and kind of like discussing that a lot instead of like we're not to the point where (laughs) where we feel like we can say what we want other than like the fucking bullshit executive orders that Trump did rolled back. I, we need to be back in Paris climate. We need to be back in yeah. good standing with yeah. the world health organization, <clears throat> NATO, like all like, yeah, NATO. We need to be back in with, with that. We need, uh, we need the dreamers to fucking stay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like all of these people's yeah. lives are so negatively impacted because of all of that shit. And, a, with a stroke of the pen, Biden can undo that. Thankfully. Well, and I just to reemphasize, if you're listening to this somehow, right. still at this point, right. and you think like, oh, the dreamers, you right. know, I don't want my tax dollars going to help them. Them staying helps you. Right. Right. That right. is that is another great example of like our country measurably benefits right. from. You could you could put a dollar amount on it, right? Like we benefit from them staying and paying taxes and contributing and right. Yeah, <gasps> I know, right? Yeah, because like if a kid was brought to America under whatever circumstances when they were two year old, a two year old, mm-hmm. and now they're eighteen, yeah, let's fuck them, deport them from whatever country they were dragged from. Like, yeah, like it's like I I'm so looking forward to Stephen Miller being the fuck out. Like all of the xenophobia, not having an an a president or somebody with the presidency or that's endorsing that shit, right? Yeah, that's that's the kind of stuff I'm looking forward to. Yeah, um, what I'm not looking forward to, yes, are the next sixty days of just fucking smash and grab, dude. Whatever. Seven seventy two, seventy three days, something like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I'm sure by the time this comes out, we will already be deep into it. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, just the ghouls that we will never be rid of. Yeah. Like think about 
all the Nixon motherfuckers that we still have to deal with. Yeah, right. All the Bush people we still have to deal with. If I have to see fucking Ari Fleischer one more time. Right, right. You know, I mean, yeah. John Woo uh, yeah. uh, came up again. Yeah. Fuck that guy forever. Right. Uh, or even, uh, you know, Rahm Emanuel. Fuck yeah. that guy. We have to <laughs> right. deal with him still. Right, right. You yeah. know, and I'm sure in five years we're going to have to have see you know steve bannon booked on a sunday show or, oh my god you know he'll be hitting us up for a podcast spot <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, Fuck i mean that dude forever man but all of them like we're gonna yeah. have yeah all we're gonna be st- we're stuck with right. these people right and people forever. listening to those people yeah we're right. gonna have to we're gonna be stuck with don jr he's my age yeah. we're gonna be stuck with him for I don't know, based on my health, what, 10 years at least? <laughs> no, man, like you're not doing that much Coke. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You keep it, you keep it locked down. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. That's, that's the thing, right? Like, it, I think that it's one of those things where the more honest you are about the situation, the less opportunities there are for happiness. Right. Right. And, and that's the thing that just happens in life in general, right? People that have an insanely high degree of honesty are usually the least happy. Right. Right. That's just how it shakes out. Right. Yeah. But like, I would rather be honest and confront my feelings and pay my therapist, my copay. Right. (laughs) Than to, than to fucking lie to myself about things, you know? Yeah. Right. Well, this has been fun. It has. Would you like some levity? Because I have some dumb shit that we can get angry at, that we can laugh at. I have some stuff. I would love some. I would love some more dumb shit besides the courtyard long hot dog stand by Marriott. <laughs> That's a beautiful statement. That's Thank a you. beautiful FMK cars. Okay. All right, Ian. I'm gonna hit yes. you up with something that makes you happy first. Okay. okay? Boo and I saw this today. All right. Here you go. Ian. Yes. Tell people what you're looking at right now. That is like a golf liveried, the blue and orange golf livery mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on a Fiat Abarth. Mm-hmm. And I've never wanted to just like grab something and put it in my pocket yep. more than right now. Right. Uh, it, I rolled down the window because of course those things sound fantastic. And yeah, my wife was like, okay, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. They sound so angry. Right. I love them so much. How do you, it's, it's like a puppy that's like play fighting. It's angry and adorable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. There's your amuse bouche. Ah, right. I love that. Yeah. That is fantastic. Now I'm going to have some stuff that maybe makes you mad. <laughs> <laughs> Just like this last week. Just a little sprinkle of good news. You know what? Great metaphor. Okay. Yeah. So some vanity plates. All right. Okay. All right. <sighs> okay. All right. <laughs> okay. I love it when you give a world weary side before you show it to me. That's yes. how I know it's gonna let me, be good. Let me grab my phone to make sure that I credit the, these correctly because there's, okay. a, there's a couple. In the meantime, Ian, here, look at this Hyundai I saw on the highway the other day. Or is that an Infinity G thirty? That's an Infinity G thirty seven. Yeah, with okay. a falling off body kit. Yeah, and a uh, a very hilarious uh, F one style rain light. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah, the whole rear I mean, diffuser honestly, was being held on by that light. Yeah, this is the type of thing where I would say, and this is, I mean, this in the worst possible way. It looks like I did this. <laughs> It's just dragging behind him at 75 miles an hour on I-25. Yeah. 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 And then I love that he also has smoke taillights, which is the dumbest fucking mod you can possibly do. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. I just realized I have a, I have a story to tell. You have a story. Okay. All right. Let's, let me hear it. Let me hear it. So do you remember a few weeks ago when you commended me? on my calmness when the guy was beating uh my window with a rock yes yes okay 
I'm about to very severely undercut your <laughs> picture of me as a calm person. Okay. All right. Okay. So for anyone who didn't know, Ian saw a person taking a rock to the window of his beloved Volkswagen R32 and didn't beat the shit out of the person. Correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah you de-escalated the situation. Yes. Now I'm going to tell you a story about how I did the exact opposite of that. <laughs> I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Okay. So I was driving along. This was right before the election. This would have been last weekend. Okay. I was driving on Spear. Uh-huh. Uh, back towards my neighborhood. Um, you know, north on, north on Spear, back towards downtown, basically. Okay. Coming from like, yeah. And... Uh, uh, I see behind me one of those uh, uh, just absolute chodes who drive in, in a pickup truck that drives around with the aftermarket uh, fog lights on. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. You know, and it's a bro dozer, so they're like at eye level for me. Yes, yes. And the LED Usually lights are just, over your car, yeah. Yeah, and they're just absurdly bright. Right. And they're like, it's a clear day out because it's Colorado and it's always a clear day. Right. And there's no reason to be driving with your fog lamps on. Well, I I thought to myself, look at this fucking Trump supporter. Okay. Okay. Look at right. look at this Trump voter with his fog lights on. Right. Every time that we was see all, a bro dozer, that's what we think, right? Well, I just saw the fog lights at first. And right. I was like, Trump voters drive with their fog lights on. As right. like a kind of like, you know, you've seen the sticker in Colorado we have the this the bumper sticker that Trump skis with skis and jeans. Exactly. Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. Same sort of energy to that thought. Right. And then he comes past me and he's one of the Trump truck people who with the flags. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. And you know, it's a stressful time. Not proud. I got very angry because okay. you know, right. He's driving into my neighborhood. Right. And that shit with the flags is just, it's, it's, that's being a brown shirt, yes. you know, like yeah. it's, it's a hundred percent meant to intimidate, Yeah, you know, because they're all like big lifted trucks yep. and he's got the fog lights on. Right. Right. And he's got the big flags and one of them's the blue lives matter flag, which yeah, <sighs> yeah, mm, boy, yeah. that one gets me. Mm-hmm. me um, too. And kind of lost my temper. Okay. All right. And so I yelled out the I zoomed in front of him. I was in my my R32 and I zoomed in front of him and I gave him a thumbs down. And I booed at him. Uh-huh. And then he came up behind me and I was like, "Oh. Okay. This motherfucker. It's going to get so real." He, yeah. So then I basically uh scared him with my exhaust noise. <laughs> <laughs> I started revving my engine at him and he he ran away. Okay. He ran away. And I know he ran away because I caught him back in my neighborhood and in one of the narrow streets and refused to let him to pass. No way. Through. Yeah. No yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Ian. So, yeah. Please, first me, of all, uh, please don't get murdered. Ra- that was me road raging at a uh, fucking brown shirt motherfucker. <laughs> shit drives me crazy the apex adjacent podcast does not endorse uh road rage or in physical interactions with anyone we do endorse punching nazis <laughs> we do fucking endorse punching richard spencer and nazis which are the same thing yeah yeah mm. right okay all right hang on hang on hang on okay S- still angry yeah okay here look at the abar oh look at, look at the abar. oh look at the little abar look at the abar look at the abar oh look at it it's so cute right right see like but you know what the abarth you know what i also like about the abarth what's that it's also full of righteous fury yes it's yes. just you can feel it. it's got that energy of just like yeah I'm going to, I'm going to take the world on. Yep. I'm, I punch above my weight and I'm never going to fucking stop. Yeah. Until yep. my engine ceases. <laughs> right. Okay. So I, I honestly, I can't even show you the other pictures that I have. I can't show you the vanity plates. I can't show you some of the stuff that listeners come in because I don't want, I, 
you'd only get angry. You'd only get angry at this stuff, right? The only thing, how about I just show you an absurd thing? Show me one angry thing. Angry is fun for everyone else, right? (sighs) Okay. All right. So our good buddy, Adam Nielsen sent us this. Okay. (sighs) All right. It's a picture of a Camaro and the vanity plate says, I'm going to need you to bring back the Abarth. <laughs> I need you to bring back the Abarth. Where's quick, it? quick. Oh, thank God. The vanity plate. It was that bad, everybody. It was that bad. The vanity plate on the Camaro said E-Y-E-N-1-8. Ion 18. Uh-huh. Yeah. So this person's fucking gross. So that's one. Exp- so there's two explanations and neither of them are especially great. Right. Okay. Adam said he worked it over and over in his head. He said the guy was in his 40s listening to gangster rap and he can't come up with anything that doesn't mean the plate isn't terrible. Oh, he saw the driver. Okay. Yep. Yep. I was hoping that it was somebody's 18th birthday. Okay. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Like an 18th birthday present for like a spoiled kid. Sure. Sure. Right. Because it was... It, it looks like a charitable that. explanation. Yeah. There's a with. sticker on it that says this vehicle's a transformer. There's the, <sighs> the, you know, um, <sighs> Decepticons like, but all, but, um, Bumblebee was an Autobot. So Cor- correct. Yeah. So it's not even, doesn't even make sense. Is that the, the Decepticon logo or the Autobot logo? I think it's the Decepticon logo, isn't it? I, it is. Where's the icon images? Yeah, that's the Decepticon logo. So, wait, is it? I love that. I love that. No, it's not. That's I love that you look at this and and your most harsh critique is, "Hmm, that's not canon. (laughs) Bumblebee was an Autobot. (laughs) Actually. Actually. Yes. No. That's an Autobot sticker, right? Well, and it says Autobots on his license plate. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a is that a Transformers reference? Yeah. Yeah. Ion eighteen? No. 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 It is not. It is not. So, yeah. If it was a Transformers reference, the license plate would be Michael Bla- Michael Bay explosion masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I have to. Th- I have to think there's a better explanation Ian- than. Uh, he's trying to attract 18 year olds Ian I'm going to tell you it. there is no better explanation you have to and and I, I hate to do this but I'm going to present you with evidence oh no that there oh, are no. other Camaro motherfuckers out there just as gross as this person okay okay my wife and I saw this today Ian mm-hmm. here you go all right it's a Camaro, mm-hmm. the ZL1, and the license mm-hmm. plate says? Still 18. And it was a 50-something-year-old, at least dude. Is 18... Hold on, I have to... I have to I'm looking it up. 18 Camaro. Is that like a thing? No. These people are f- pedophiles and inner children. Ian? You, you gotta accept it, buddy. You gotta accept. Well, it. I mean, I don't think this one is like it's. It's I'm not trying to attract an eighteen-year-old. Right. This is I'm this s- one is equal, is puzzling though because it's like people who think their teen years are their best years. See, there you is, go. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we were. T- my wife and I were talking. It was like, oh, you think that's a good thing, right? right. Like you could not pay me enough money to be in my teens again. Yeah, exactly. Right. Worst fucking times. It's awful. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Right. And it's also just like, even if they were your best years, why would you tell people that? Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So Ian, I apologize. Show me the, give me the Abarth again. There you go, buddy. There you go. There it is. Okay. Thank God. 
Okay. Hey, little buddy. <laughs> so we're going to go out on the Abarth. We're going to save okay. the rest of the stuff for next time. All okay. right. Okay. You know, this, every time that we do a show, we can say it's the show we needed to do. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm very That's thankful true. for that fact. And it always will be, Ian. It always will be. Right. Yep. Okay. Yep. At least until anybody uh, actually starts to listen to this or pays us to do it. Correct. Well, I love you. I love you too, buddy. And thank you. I'm glad that we did this. Um, And thank you for um, kicking for a week to kind of like let me organize my thoughts because I think I probably just would have spent like 20 minutes just screaming into the into the mic i'd had no organized thoughts whatsoever one one huge takeaway is that everyone needs to be honest with themselves about their mental condition we need to be honest with ourselves you need to take care of yourself right early on in 2016 when trump was elected everybody was saying this is a marathon right this cannot be a sprint right we need to take care of ourselves we need to we need to have mental health days you really have to balance everything right Right. And Ian, Ian and I had to do that with the show, right? We, it, stuff just happens that way. And we need to be honest about it. And you need to take care of yourself. We want people to take care of themselves. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You, deserve, you deserve to take care of yourself, right? You yeah. absolutely do, Ian. You deserve to, oh, well, to take you. care of yourself, for sure. All right. The owner of this Abarth especially does. They absolutely more do. more than most. <laughs> right. Okay, everybody. Okay. Uh, that was sort of a car show. It absolutely was. It it, may, it was sort of a car show. Definitely an apex adjacent episode. Absolutely. All right. Uh, we love you, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>